Um, hi, sis. Hi, sissy. Welcome to Launch Left Podcast. I'm Rain Phoenix. And I'm Summer Phoenix. This is a space for fame creatives to launch the next wave of music rebels. And it's also an intentional space to highlight and empower all artists for whom radical creativity is not a choice. But a necessity. That's right. She finishes my sentences, ladies and gentlemen. When it's and I sentence. appreciate it. I, pre- I appreciate it. I had a Launch Left dream. Yes. I had a dream this morning. That we were oh, inter- an actual dream. Yeah, I thought you act- were about to tell us like you're 15 years ago when you first conceived of the <laughs> no, idea of the launch no, left. No, we'll just let that happen over the course of a year or two. Okay. But uh, I had a dream this morning that we were uh, having a conversation with Key Reeves, Keanu. Yeah. And um, as you do, wait for it. We were in a pool mm-hmm. and with a bunch of grade schoolers who were like loudly swimming. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to like, run in uh and like jump off like from a pool house into the pool you're like you know i'm sick of doing the boring intro where it's like hi i'm sure this didn't really happen (laughs) i know it sounds like you and you jump into the pool and and we kept having to redo hi i'm summer and i'm rain because the sound (laughs) of the kids swimming we just like it's not right like a little more energy we're literally having this debate in the pool there's a bloated frog that was like upside down and not well one of the kids saved a grasshopper and the whole time, Guiana's just chill, like in the deep end, like waiting for, you know, and right about when like we Was he done... our famed creative? Yeah. Of the episode? Yeah, he, you know, he's a big oh. music fan. He actually yeah, cares deeply about music. Uh, so uh, he was about to introduce himself or we were about to ask him a question. And Leaf Blower came into my dream and woke me up. Oh, literally that was the real one that was, that was re- the real thing well then. i think life is a dream so i'm not gonna say it's the real one but yes i leave for woke me up and guess what within a minute my alarm went off so it actually all happened and who knows maybe i wouldn't have remembered the dream without the leaf blower so thank you leaf blower wow. wherever you are that was my morning and then i got ready and now i'm here and who are we here with today this is pretty exciting well we're here with maria taylor from um well from maria taylor just her her and herself but also from azure yes and and many other things that we'll get to talk to you about a beautiful beautiful southern belle yes that we're thrilled to get to chat with and who how who have you brought today as your launched artist this is lewis Stefano. hi lewis hi lewis he's a longtime friend um he was my first boyfriend when i, I met him when i was 16 and uh i learned how I learned how to write songs from him and how to play drums. So I learned a lot and then we've remained friends um, and we just worked on a record together. Another but record, yeah. Another record. Yeah, so he's he taught me a whole lot. Um, you play multiple instruments and you only taught her two. <laughs> so you guys met how old are you again sorry i miss things I'm 43 sometimes. no i didn't mean now oh. but thank you for sharing <laughs> you don't have to share age now like, uh. you met him when you were 16 <clears throat> yes and and now is this before i'm assuming azure and before daniel johnston and before connor oberst and before all the other collaborations all the other collaborations you met lewis and you learned how to play some music with him i had met arinda before Okay. That. Wow, you guys have known each other that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, the Arinda and I, when we met Lewis, we had a band called Punchinella, and I don't even think I could really play guitar at that point. Arinda knew three chords, and I would just stand there and sing. Um, and it was pretty silly, but that's. And then we, yeah, we met him at a music festival, through a mutual friend, City Stages. Where? No, where was that's that? Because you were sixteen or fifteen. Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. 
So the music festival was at home, basically. Mm-hmm. And then he, that's kind of how he, he said, oh, I want to record you girls. Like he had heard that. No, we're no, these... my brother was going to record you on his four track. Oh, right. And he introduced me to you. But I don't remember when or where. Is this an all-ages fest, I assume? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And are you a little bit older than... A little older, yeah. A couple years? A few years, yeah. And at we'll that see, point, don't give it away. We know everyone's <laughs> age now. Arinda <laughs> was playing three chords, and you were standing there singing. Yeah. And, you and, and your brother saw talent. Everyone did. It seemed like it went all around the city at the same time. Everyone started talking about I, these two girls. Was crazy, because, I mean, when I see I pictures, know. luckily we don't have any audio uh, please your voice they were are like angels they were no, already harmonizing then, crazy at the time and we like, didn't look cool at all i don't know what people <laughs> saw or heard but wow that's so cool and when did you actually end up forming azure ray what what was the year of that so after punchinella was little red rocket uh-huh. um you know rinda got her tattoo covered up and so it's still an issue well i was gonna say is that is that a point of contention Whoa. for you oh yeah i get mad every time oh. i look at it i just get angry with her um no but so little red rocket was um went until like we were 22 probably from around 18 to 22 and then um we were in on a, we we lived in athens georgia and we were playing a show in atlanta and my boyfriend at the time then was in the van and he overdosed and he passed away that night in the van. And um, we pretty much like, that was the end of that band, you know, didn't want to play those songs ever again, didn't want to get in that van ever again. And then Azure Ray became like, when we started writing therapeutic songs to get through that time, that's how um, Azure Ray was born. That's right, you told me a little bit about that at a show that that you played that um, I opened for you at, at Zebulon. Um, which was really moving, and thank you for sharing that. And so with Azure Ray, that was literally, from what I understood, was it was because of that loss you... It was a direct... I mean, that's it how was a we... therapy for that. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And the music feels that way. Like, it feels like a, thera- you know, a therapeutic salve. And it's such a different... Like, Little Red Rocket was just power pop fun, you know, and so it's it sounds completely different. I mean, it changed everything. It changed our you know, our perspective on life and music. And so, and we, we didn't even have any intention really of releasing these songs. Like this was just, we always played music together. That, that was our relationship. Right. So when he died, um, I moved in with her and that's just what we did. We just harmonized and wrote these songs and cried and just, um, and then Brian Causey. Yeah. You, yeah. So he heard them cause we played a memorial show for Peter and, um, and then he just said, "I want to, I want to release these. Do you guys like? Let's put these out." And so we just like, okay. But then it just became, it just sort of, you know. And that was the first Azure record. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. that's so powerful. You can feel it in the music. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard from fans and throughout the years that that those songs that that music, you know, has helped them through hard times. And that's that has that original theme continued. Do you feel? Um, I mean, you guys have a decades long career together. Mm -hmm. Um, and I assume that I know you just said like, that's what we did. We got together and we sang and we wrote and we, but I'm assuming that you also experienced life together in many ways. And, and so you feel like there is a lot of channeling into your music and along those same, same lines. I feel like, um, you know, when that happened, that like the tone of Azure just like okay. it became. And so then we would we would our lives 
went through, you know, so many different experiences, and that's what we drew from for these songs. So the subject matter did change. But when something like that happens, like it leaves such an imprint on you that I think it's still always there for sure Mm -hmm. because it, I don't know, it just like, it made me see everything differently, you know? Mm -hmm. But then we also, that became our sound. So I think we also were conscious about, well, we're not going to throw a power pop song in this. Like Azure is going to always have like these parameters. Did you ever kind of want to do a death metal album? As Ray never, does death metal. I've never been into death metal, but I did. That's like when I went um, and started like branching off and doing solo albums. It was too because like that just became Azure like this right. somber, like this mood. And I did want to start to like I wanted to play some happy pop songs and rock out. And so we just started to do solo projects so that we could explore um, just other types of music. I love your solo stuff too. Eleven, eleven. Oh, thank you. Such a good record. Thank you. And um, and then I I want to talk a little bit about Daniel Johnson, if you don't mind, because we lost him this year. Was it? It yeah. was. It was the, like just spring three, or yeah, it was just summer. Um, I know that you had the grace and good fortune to play in his band for the last tour. Is that right? Here in LA. Yeah. 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 How was that experience? I mean, I know that um, he was someone that, you know, we were both in a band called Causeway, and mm-hmm. so, uh, and he was obsessed, Scott Stan, with Daniel Johnson, and Wesley Willis was a good friend who toured with us. He opened for Causeway, so we literally, like, took care of Wesley, and he was on the road with us wow. for, like, a whole run. Um, so uh, know what it's like, obviously, to tour with someone who requires a little bit extra help, you know, right. but such an incredible artist, Wesley. So I imagined for you touring with Daniel Johnson, it had that same kind of like, whoa, a special. Definitely. Thing. And I, um, I hadn't, I mean, I had heard songs in passing, but I had never really like spent much time with them. And so before, when I got asked to play these shows, I would just walk around my neighborhood every day, um, and just getting into his mind and into, and I was like, holy shit. I mean, he is a genius. And um, I don't think you get that when you just listen, like you really have to experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and even, and then that was just lyrically. And then musically I was, I was learning all the piano parts, just like he, his mind, he was just incredible. It was so like, I was having such a hard time cause it was so counterintuitive because he's just outside of the every box, you know, it's just like, yeah. And then when I met him, um, you know, I feel like I'm a mom now and I, the way I approached him, he was just like a child, just like a child, you know, like we were doing morning becomes eclectic and we ran through like 10 seconds of each song. And then he was just like ready to leave because he wanted to go comic book shopping. And they're like, well, that was, it hasn't started and this is live, you know, so we can't, and he was just like, like temper tantrum like no I'm you know I'm going comic book shopping and wow. I felt like I kind of I went in and just I'm like I think I got this because I know how with kids it was the same yeah. like I know that you were told that but it hasn't happened yet and this was just and um I don't know it was and you just, got him to do it well his brother was there too so I like I gave <laughs> part talk of to him and then his team. brother took him and said, yeah there was a bunch of people like panicking pacing talking to him but he came around and he did it and then just being on stage it had that energy I think everyone knew that it could be close to the end for him mm-hmm. and he was struggling but still just beautiful and I just like we all 
just let him take the lead. I loved how the songs, like, no tempo, you know, you could just feel when he needed to slow down because he couldn't get all the words out. And so we would all just slow down and just feeling his rhythm. Um, it was just, it was an amazing experience. It's and I'm so a regret of mine that I missed that show live. That's it was like, really that beautiful. Was a, that, that was a bummer, but um, I'm glad it's on MBE. We can listen yeah. always in the archive. So that's good. Yes. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about the record, the new record, and Lewis's involvement. So um, I asked Lewis if he would co-produce this record at my house with, you know, two young kids and running around. And he said, okay, which he was always like, he had no idea what he was getting into. Yeah, he was like, he kept saying, are you sure you don't want to just go to the practice space? I'm like, no, I felt like in the midst of all this chaos, I could actually, I'm so used to it. I could actually calm down and I could just not worry about what's going on at home. I could just work, you know, and I can tone it. I can tune it out. Yeah. Other people, it's not as easy, but it wasn't. It wasn't as hard as, as you might imagine. But the worst part was sitting on your couch for multiple days and what it did to my back. That's actually <laughs> new couch. Issues. Maybe a new couch. Maybe we need. I a wish new we couch. were like uh, one of those shows that could like. And now under your chair, <laughs> yeah. you have a brand new couch. <laughs> but it was really Seems fun. Soon. Yeah. Eventually, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Everyone in the audience gets a new couch. Yeah. <laughs> But it was great. I mean, we this is our first record to make together, and we have um, been playing music together for 30, almost 30, I don't know, 30 something, years? Something, yeah. <laughs> So it was special, and, um, you know, I feel he's like a family member now, so there's this level of comfort. It was just so comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wasn't nervous or self-conscious, and we just, I don't know, whenever, like, let's work a little bit. Let's. You still get nervous and or self-conscious oh around your... Yeah. Around recording, writing, singing. Yeah, singing. I feel like I can never sing that well in a studio. I'm just like, where is my voice? I'm just nervous. I'm not, but I'm a nervous person. Like even I'm, right now I'm sweating. I just. Um, I would never think that watching you on stage, it seems like you're home. I'm like, oh, look, it's Maria at home. I start to feel after like the, I'm shaking. Is performance the, first the easier song. of the, like than studio? Would you prefer, like, does that something you no, I'm just as nervous. Really? Okay. But I start feeling, I mean, by the middle of a set, I am. I'm like, oh, my God, there's nothing better than this. I love it. I feel comfortable. Like, this is me. But at first, like, my, I'll have a lot of vibrato. I'm shaking. I'm like, ah. I'm just, I don't know. Always from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. But you've continued to power through for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Thank I you. drink uh, a lot of red wine to get me through I situations see. like that. But when I was pregnant, I toured a lot for both pregnancies and um, and I didn't drink any. And so that I really got over my fear of, you know, well, I didn't get over it, but I had to deal with it. So what I mean, I mean, clearly, this is not something that is entirely unique, but I wonder if you have explored, which I am assuming you have, but you wouldn't mind sharing with us what you believe to be at the core of of that nervousness, especially after all of these many years of sharing your art with us. I don't know, because it's not a, I'm, I feel confident. Like I don't feel, I was taught, someone asked me this just the other day and I said, I'm not afraid I'm going to mess up. Because even if I mess up, I know I can like turn it around and make it, you know, I feel confident. Like, I'm not good at many things, but I know I'm good at one thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know what I don't know what I'm nervous about. I mean, I'm nervous. I love people, and I surround my life 
I surround, you know, it's just friends and I collaborate with people, but I'm also, you know, like when I go drop my kids off at school, I'm a nervous wreck just about saying hi to people. And I just, um, I'll go to grocery stores like further down so that I know I won't bump into people because if I'm not really prepared, I just am so nervous that it, I'm just uncomfortable. I don't know. uh, Gus Van Sant once said to me, um, if, you know, don't worry, if you're nervous, it means you care. And that helped so much Mm. because I was terrified. It was like a scene and movie and I'd never really acted much before. Mm -hmm. And he literally was like, if you're nervous, it means you care. And something about that gave me a little bit more like, oh, this is like something of meaning and importance regardless. And it just means that like, I don't want to mess it up, which isn't a bad thing. You know what I mean? I don't know if that helps at all. But I also feel like it's a surge of energy that literally just hits you like a Mm-hmm. I will get nervous on the first song. Like I'll be fine the whole time before and be like, this will be fun. Da, da, da. As soon as I step on stage, it like. Do you really and care it, that much about grocery shopping though? <laughs> yeah. See, so I don't think, I don't know. Maybe I just have just social anxiety. Just That could be true too. Yeah. Don't we all? I mean, Some so, right? don't. I Absolutely. feel like. Okay. Absolutely. We just got a he- head nod oh, over okay. here. Do you care to expound on that? Uh, I think uh, there's something unnatural about singing in front of people for me like and it going through a microphone instead of it just being in the room mm-hmm. and uh see i love that aspect the mic i like it I it's just voice, approaching so like the stage that's the hard part once you're up there it's totally different but yeah anyway see i'm i feel like i'm turning red right now because i'm <laughs> so not. nervous Am no I not? you're, you're doing, doing great i feel it no you're, you're doing, doing great. great and your shirt's amazing yeah we're <laughs> so happy to have you and oh, we're thanks. asking you to speak up and talk and yeah so you're doing great. Okay. All right. So did we ever get to actually, so you asked him to produce the record, but I see two, uh, I see two bodies of work on the table. Oh, that's right. And now, um, well, so, tell them about your label. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. So my husband and I started, um, our own label, what, three years ago. Yeah. And my, um, last record was the first release. And then Lewis's record was the second release. And, um, he, well, you guys heard my songs. And then you said, we want to put your record out. I've always loved them. But yeah, Ryan heard them and he was like, we have to put this out. And it's done really, I mean, he's gotten so many licenses and they've been into, you know, songs and TV shows. Like everyone who we've played it for has fallen in love with it. Um, But that's no surprise to me. And now we get to hear about it. This is very, very exciting. His songs are great. He's a wonderful songwriter. Now, is there any chance we could get you guys to play a song together maybe at the end of the show? Absolutely. I think we can work what? That out. <laughs> this is so cool. This is like our favorite. We can get people to play live. Sure. That's so yeah. And then and we you can, can sweat it. as much as you want. Yeah, we won't. You and know, we'll give you a okay. microphone. And we'll make sure to put voice. you on the spot, like we always do. Um, I have a couple more questions for you, Mar- Maria, yeah. and for both of you because you can both answer the. Um, Three questions. We can do an alternating on that. But I know that aside from Daniel Johnson, you also spent some time with uh, Saddle Creek mm-hmm. and Connor Oberst, which was Connor Oberst's label or is partially. Sort of. It used to be kind of, right? Yeah. This kind um, of like a co-op. They all yeah. started it together. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. And then uh, and also played in his band for a bit, didn't you? Mm-hmm. I yeah, played drums. drums. Yeah. yeah. You're a great drummer, by the way. Thank and you. And you played drums in like multiple bands. I love drums. I don't play as much now. Um, that's another. Drums, I'm so nervous. I feel like I lose years off of my life before I get up on stage. Because yeah. with drums, you can't. You can't mess up. up. You yeah. don't just feel like 
baller that you are capable as capable as you are i mean i see you i hear you and i am just like oh she's so boss ass <laughs> i'm dying somewhere has an extensive teenage vocabulary boss she's ass teenager. i love it baller and boss ass yeah. is that <laughs> well but, but okay. she has teenagers listen so she learned radical to the max so you're just saying you don't understand why I'm i mean it's yeah it's surprised. It's not that I don't understand. Yeah. But it's surprising to me. And I, and I'm, de- and yeah, I'm clearly harping on it because I'm, I guess, a little bit like would love to investigate where it was the root of yeah, it. Yeah. Because I want you to like feel like sunshine is like, is, you know, it's funny because I want Summer to feel like sunshine and to be less, like, to be more interested in putting out her incredible piano pieces, <laughs> which she's written <laughs> since she was six years old. Really? Yeah original compositions oh, that are wow. stunning okay. i want to hear Sissy. yeah Thank and you. she hides it from the public okay, so i'm nervous. hoping that this maybe will so, help maybe, inspire yeah. her to be more public with her compositions maybe you that's should. where my well submit well, submit them to flower moon records um Okay, guys, thank you. Let's get back to like the original thing that we were all talking about. Um, Wait, what did that um, We don't have to investigate now, but I, you know, um, it just surprises me, I guess, thoroughly. I play drums and it's really, there's so many technical things that could go wrong. And then your monitor mix is usually terrible a lot of times. And if you're just not feeling it, then you know that you're affecting the whole show so it's just a lot of pressure yeah there's two i feel like that's what i'm more nervous about with drums the other is just a i don't know what it is but with drums it's just it's really like you have to hold the whole thing together and so it's just a lot of pressure and especially when it was bright eyes and we're playing these huge shows with like 10 other people in the band i'm just like can't mix it up. That must have been so nervous. But then afterwards, you just feel like a million dollars. Like yeah. after every show, you know, I feel like, okay, now, you know, I did it. And right. it's such a release. And it's like, I feel like it's the, you know, the best drug in the world. And then you want to do more. But right. then I'm like, like I have a show. I'm leaving to go to New York on Wednesday um, to do a couple of live sessions and then play a show. And I already am up all night. can't sleep. I'm just like, I'm, the anxiety is it started and it's Monday. Wow. Box breathing, box breathing. What's that? Like it's paper bag in, breathing? In for four, <laughs> hold for four, exhale for four, don't breathe for four seconds, and then repeat. Yeah. Like it's what they do in the military. Oh. It's what they do in yogic breathing. It's like across the board for, you know, many, mm. the research has been done and it's yeah. come in. And it's shocking that you do it twice and all of a sudden you. Really? Yeah, go ahead. Let's try it, everybody. In for four. Okay, so what? In? We count in for four in your head because we'll be breathing, so we can't be counting. I'll count. You guys do it. Ready? One, two, three, four. Hold. One, two, three, four. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Chill your bill. On launchleft.com. <laughs> my mom taught me, because this nice. is also like Lamaze breathing. Nice. My mom would tell me that. And I tell my, my son that too, because I used to get, so, okay, I used to get these terrible stomach aches before school. And I think it was social. Here we go. And so, but my mom used to always tell me this breathing and it would, it would relax all the stomach muscles. It just relaxes. Mm-hmm. I did try taking uh, medication for the anxiety and it did, it really worked, but I just wanted 
I got off of it because I was like, okay, well, I want to try to be able to feel this way without self-regulate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I stopped, but um, it was just like for general anxiety, Lexapro, and it was pretty amazing that this one pill just suddenly took away all my anxiety. Yeah, it's great, you know. But I, I don't know. know. One day I'll get there. On my Science. Own. It is interesting though because I feel like I don't know who we were just talking to last night. We're just like you know, anxiety is the you know is rampant. Yeah, it's an epidemic. Right? Mm -hmm. And yet, you know, so many, there's so many different, uh, I mean, mostly I think everybody's saying screen time, screen time, not, you know, not being disconnected. Um, I think there's been so many different versions of that for so many years, though. And like, I think it's interesting that you would said, like, that used to get stomach aches before school, which when we were going to school, there was no screens. Right. So it's, I think you're getting closer to just really pinpointing social anxiety. Do you mm-hmm. think you'll use these breathing exercises in New York now? Mm-hmm. Summer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. High five. Yeah. Yes. Well, Woo! Thank yes. you so much. Good well job. Done. Definitely. Yeah. Well, we have three questions. Three. That's just us trying to remember what yeah. the three We're questions like, what are. are three questions? <laughs> uh, the first question is, um, or one of the questions is, and I think we've changed this a couple yeah. of times, which it should change from the original, which is like lunch cu- left. We can do whatever. We want. Yeah, exactly. Um, is not necessarily what were your influences and uh, your musical influences, right? But more like how did music find you um, or you find music or, you know. My dad was a musician and he was just in bands. My mom was a school teacher and my dad played in bands at night. So he just would hang out playing music with me when I was little. So I just had like, that's what, that's just what we did for fun. And I have so many cassette tapes. So he would just have a microphone and I would, he'd be playing guitar and I'm just singing. Like before I could even say words, I was just blah, 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 da, 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 you know? Like, um, so it's just always been a part of our family. Do you have siblings? Mm-hmm. Actually, my brother and sister are coming to New York to be my band. Yeah, and we, yeah, sibling. we've toured. Like as soon as they, they're much younger than I am, and as soon as they turned eighteen, I was like, "Come on, guys, we're going to like Europe. We're going to do a U.S. tour." And we just toured and played music together, and it was great cool. to reconnect because I was so much older than them that I feel like I didn't really know them, and so we kind of got to really become friends at that point and then to share playing music with each other so sibling sibling music is so fun i'm right. so excited sis? yeah sis it's the best what about yeah. you oh, though let's ask him the yeah. same question like, because i'm sure music found him somehow music found me yeah um when i was little i was for some reason mesmerized by drum kits just the way they look in the room i don't know why but i just oh, knew that nice. i had to knew i had to have knew I had to experience the drums and thankfully I, I didn't have to learn I just knew how to play them and uh I just was a clue I guess that's so great you, know? you just knew how to play drums I just that's knew how to play rare. drums I don't wow I still don't know how do you th- believe in past lives sure maybe and you're probably a drummer yeah maybe you were like world's greatest jazz drummer in a past do you guys life. know that band Remy Zero no, I don't. No, please, please enlighten me. Well, he was the original drummer, and they, um, like, you know the theme song for Smallville, like, Save me. Oh, just keep no, saying yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, well, so they that was were after me. all from Birmingham, but he was, 
I guess I'm just saying he's a great drummer and he was in a lot of great bands as a drummer before he started just writing his own songs and then I can't wait up. to hear your record. And he plays I'm drums like for me too. I'm so excited about this. Thank you both. All right, so question oh, numero dos. I asked one, you take over too, because I don't remember it right now. In this crazy mixed up world, what do you champion? Like what what to you is your form of activism? Huh. Oh, or, and yeah. it and that can extend to like things you do at home that feel like they make you feel better about the world. The, you know, you don't have to have some big cause. I guess, I mean, making my children aware of the the world, what's wrong with it right now, what they can do to make it better. I just feel like they're our only chance, you know, and, and like the importance of voting. And we just talk about like how we have choices and how we can make things better. So, and I'm just right now, I mean, I, they're four and seven, so most of my life is just, you know, raising these little dudes. And so I guess, yeah, that's what I just want them to um, make a difference, to be, be good, because it's a scary place right now. That's a literal affecting of the futural, future, yeah. so. Futural, new world. <laughs> you heard it here first, futural. Um, sir, do you want to have an opinion? I think uh, just being a good good uncle to the little dudes <laughs> and, uh, he's a great putting up with and, him while making a record and uh uh supporting uh certain candidates mm-hmm. for office mm-hmm. and uh yeah that will cool. remain bernie sanders uh wow. thank you somebody bernie how did you know <laughs> and they told me okay <laughs> Just number three the most important question of all to get a bow 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 um, who are you listening to? Who are you gonna launch? Oh my God. So I listen to. I've been listening to this artist since I was 16 years old, and his name is Louis Schifano. Oh seriously? And, um, this is happening. We're doing this. Yeah, we're doing oh this. And pretend you're not here. Okay. So on most all of my solo records, I've always covered um, one of his songs, and I do on this record as well. And but this record, yes, yeah, the first time where we actually sang together and did you know played everything together and so. But he is an amazing musician. He amazing drummer, amazing songwriter and lyricist. And um, I've never met wow. anyone that's ever heard his music and disliked it like ever. Like people just usually fall in love with it. So, um, but he's not a great like self promoter. Look how nervous I he is. Know, so I you know. wonder like like why are people like this not just huge you know and. Um, I mean, well, that, we all want exposure. So is what thank you for having me. This is like oh great gosh. what you guys are doing to help Absolutely. artists like us. But yeah, Do you that's think exactly a correlation? right. That's my, I think that's maybe part of what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> a correlation between like lack of ability to self-promote. Yeah. And no, I see. Right. Yeah. I see some people on stage and they're just, you know, like, I'm like, that's why they are successful. Like, I don't have that. I'm too, you know, like I get. The thought, I don't know. Mm-hmm. The thought of being on a long tour now, but especially now, just terrifies me. So, but it's also like, well, then you have to ask yourself, what do you really want? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe I don't really want, you know, but I also love what I do. And so you right. want people to also want to share it. I don't know. I think that's, it's an interesting it quandary. And I think some of it has to do with the cultural habit form towards like showmanship mm. and like what you know what does get through and what mm-hmm. is like what is pop culture right and pop music is definitely the prevalent like cultural it wins oh, it's just Cult- really short for popular isn't it yeah right. <laughs> but well 
You could say that, but it's also like, to me, often the artists I care about most are not popular. And yeah. that it, and and that doesn't make their work any less staggering and genius right. than, you know, and as a matter of fact, in my personal opinion, it's often a lot more staggering and genius than what's popular. So that is the heart of Launch Left is like shining a light on artists who are more considered in the marginalized section of music, right. yet their work and their body of work and their breadth of work can often like to me definitely outshine a lot of the people you might see on the cover of all the popular music blogs and whatnot you know so especially the pop culture super pop stuff it's just it's not ever i will say i'm a huge fan of whitney houston i said it here first there are certain pop artists you know whitney. that i love i'm not trying yeah, to dog on pop mean. either but sure. i am i do find it curious that you know, there's this imbalance, and I understand that's because our whole society is set up as a, uh, you know, it's a capitalist society, yeah, and it's, it's about societal thing. In in, but it's money. also in it's our heads, money. I think, or maybe it becomes, you know, one feeds off the other. But is that like that thought process of la like that? There's not enough room for everybody. Yeah, you right. know, and maybe that is. I mean, yeah, but that's, that's only getting more. You know. That's only getting more obvious, but the whole that is the other most important piece of this curation piece of Launch Left is that I'm really fucking curious, and I never curse on the show, <laughs> who you're listening to, because I really love your music, and I really think what you've done over the scope of your career has been about staying true to yourself as an artist and not falling into like, I could be bigger if I did this, or I, that is what I value. Oh, you know, you. so when you come in and say, I think you should listen to Louis Schifano, I hope I said that name right. Excellent. I'm going to go yeah. listen to that record, whereas there is a lot of music out there and it is overwhelming. And I do not have the time nor the like mental space to, to be listening to like 10 records a day and deciding yeah. who I just don't do that. But I will listen to your record because Maria Taylor told me to. And that's really what I think is. Okay. Important. Well, here's three of my about. favorite, um, right now, like musicians to listen to artists, um, Louis Stefano. And then also my, um, my brother-in-law, Taylor Hollingsworth, we put out his record also. I'm not only saying this cause it's on our label, but the reason we put them out on our label right, is because, because you we believe in it. Yeah. Right. And he is, such a great songwriter he has like he's a has a real southern twang so you guys will i think you'll i think you'll like it um incredible lyrics and um just very unique he and plays then, in the mystic valley band with yeah Oakley. connor he's in he plays guitar for the mystic valley band and then another mystic valley band member nick freitas uh-huh do you know him yeah i do you, the keyboard player um no that's nate walcott no the other uh, don't you have a, a keyboard player named nick that's Nick White. Okay. And he's just right. the, he's, okay. there's so many great He's amazing people. too. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> I want to plug him too, just because he's like the best. But um, Nick Freitas, his also music is amazing. So I think everyone should go out and listen to a Nick Freitas record, a Louis Stefano record, and a Taylor Hollingsworth record. Yes. And while you're at it, just check out the catalog on Flower Moon because they, they yeah. know what's up. And Nick, um, well, Nick thanks, Freitas you guys. Uh, recorded my last record. last record. Yeah. Oh, I right went to on. his studio. I love the collaboration factor. I mean, and I want to hear you guys perform live, and we are oh, yeah, running that's out what of we have time. to do. Oh, we're okay, out that's of time. right. Okay, thank you. 
both for being oh, thank here. Thank you so much, being you guys. Part of Launch Left. Thank you. I can't wait to hear your record. I can't wait to thank hear you. your record. I hope we get to keep both those. those Absolutely for you. do. And um, I should have brought two. Congratulations. Your record's coming out 11 11. Thank you. And congratulations on your record oh, coming out. So Halloween just came out. I know. Thank it's you. It's amazing. Awesome. I know. So I know. Well, I've heard Next time you see us, we will day. be hearing both Maria Taylor and her launched artist, Louis Schifano, here on Launch Left, live in the studio. Yay. This song is called If Only, and it is um, it's from the last record, because we haven't yet started rehearsing the new songs. Um, What's the last record called? The last record is called In the Next Life. Oh, yeah. Okay, and ready? I think so, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 
Left aims to create an intentional space that highlights and empowers all artists for whom radical creativity is not a choice but a necessity. Launch Left begins with music, but its ultimate aim is to launch left of center artists in all creative fields. Everybody, 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 everybody